Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Classic Gamers Guild podcast. I'm not sure if my addressing you qualifies as breaking the fourth wall, but this is the only way I could find to segue into the topic of breaking the fourth wall, which is what we're talking about today, breaking fourth walls. I think we've already beat it to death. <laughs> I'm done with this episode. Actually, no, this is just a start. Okay, now we have to actually say stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, Paul, you and I do not always see eye to eye on fourth wall breaks and things that break them. Yes, this is correct. Um, and you saying that has just now reminded me of that. I, I was going into this with anticipation as to whether or not you, what side you were going to favor on for this conversation. Then it all just flooded back to me in our talks about uh, Fimbleweed Park and such. So yeah, this, this should be fun because I, I, I still maintain my my ground on finding it acceptable, if not pleasurable, which kind of oddly sexualizes it. That was a weird choice of words. Sorry. Wow. Wow. That was <laughs> that was special. Um, moving on. I I don't know. As with a lot of things, there's always exceptions. So there are fourth wall breaks that I don't mind. And so I was trying to figure out what is the line between what is fourth wall breaking that I like versus fourth wall breaking that I don't like. Now, first of all, I think it's probably very important to... Um, distinguish between meta humor versus fourth wall breaking so meta humor is just anything that might make you more aware of the fact that you are playing a game or you know depending on the medium a movie that kind of reminds you that you're watching a movie would be meta would be meta uh whether or not it's funny <laughs> that will determine <laughs> if it's humor uh, or intended anyways but that can actually still be done in universe and in character, whereas fourth wall breaking is deliberately breaking uh, the fourth wall, which is the wall that exists directly between you and basically it's the screen. <laughs> it's basically the easiest way to say it. The screen is the fourth wall. So if somebody actually like turns to the screen and talks to you as the player slash viewer, that is fourth wall break. That's why I wasn't too sure about the intro because we are a podcast. We don't really have very many walls to begin with. Do we even have four? Can we break a fourth wall? I, I think because it's audible, it's maybe three, but we are breaking that third one. Hey, you guys listening right now. Hi there. Now we definitely officially broke that third end or fourth wall. There, there are walls broken there, I think. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I mean, I was thinking about like fourth wall breaks and especially when it came to Thimbleweed Park. Uh, because I had gotten about halfway into that game before I lost my progress, and therefore I decided to just um, spoil it for myself. And it turns out that basically the ending is uh, wasn't too spoiled for me because I basically predicted what the ending was going to be. Um, for those of you who do not know the ending of Thimbleweed Park, we are going to be discussing it quite a bit, so this is your spoiler warning. Uh, and... If you have any intention of playing that game through to completion, uh, just know that it's a great game and you should play it to completion. So even if I do take a little bit of a negative stance towards the game, uh, don't get me wrong, it's a great game. You should play it. You should buy it. Full price. It's worth it. But I don't like the fourth wall breaks in this game. And even though the ending tries to justify it, 
I don't think it makes it any better for me because I actually thought about this just before recording how I should, you know, how to define my stance on Thimbleweed Park. And I thought I did not like the fourth wall breaking where the characters refer to the game as being a game entirely. They, They will talk to you saying, oh, make sure you save your game every once in a while. And as annoying as that was... I would actually have rather just endured the fact that this was just humor that I didn't like rather than them basing the entire premise of the game around the fact that it's a game and therefore that's why everything is fourth wall breaking because everything is meta, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, that just, that weakened the story by doing that. Whereas if you just played that off as a joke that some people may or may not like, I don't know. I just thought that it was a lot more interesting, the story, without turning it um, that, like, uh, oh, you know, it, it, we're a video game. That's why we're going to talk in video game terms. All right. So I, I understand where you're coming from completely. I mean, that, that makes sense, especially if, if you're kind of predisposed to not liking breaking the fourth wall. Uh, you know, I looked at it as the ending sort of justified the amount of fourth wall breaks in the game. Um, but at the same time, it also kind of doubles down on it and ends some kind of making the entire experience based around it. So, you know, while I enjoyed it, I can't explain to you why you should have, because if you don't like fourth wall breaking, <laughs> then then this, this game is, is, you know, putting it on parade quite literally. Mm-hmm. What I, what I liked about how they went about it, because, well, let me back up. Two games that, that come to mind pre Thimbleweed Park, as far as fourth wall breaking and, and a, person that's basically mostly centered around adventure games would be uh monkey island yeah um i, I especially could say both of them um and then indiana jones uh probably both of them as well but especially last crusade um so when, when thimbleweed park st- started doing the fourth wall breaking i i didn't mind it one because i don't mind as much let's say as you or a lot of people um but but also it was reminding me of you know the other Winnick and Gilbert creations of the past. So I just figured that's, you know, they're just doing their thing. Um, and then it did kind of get, I don't want to say a bit much because at no point did I stop enjoying it, but but it started, you know, ha- just happening a lot. Um, and I, I honestly, that didn't spoil the ending for me. Um, I think uh, myself, one of our mutual friends, I think it was Jamie, I'm not sure, probably helped kind of uh, construct your, your um, creation of, of an accurate ending of the game by saying every time you'd kind of, complain to one of us uh off air obviously about how much fourth wall breaking is we'd both be like look i can't tell you why they're doing it because i'll spoil the ending which spoiled the ending <laughs> right exactly it's <laughs> i'm like every time i say that i'm planting little seeds that fourth wall has something to do with the ending um but what i was going to say is that the reason it enhanced the story for me as opposed to as in your wording kind of just doubled down on something that you didn't enjoy why it enhanced the game for me was to, to those who you know aren't aware, the game kind of starts out with it seems like it's going to just be a murder mystery. There's a a, a dead German fellow in a lake, and you know you you play a couple of people, but two agents show up to investigate it. But then what they start doing, which I loved, um, you know, in kind of a twin Twin Peaks sort of fashion, J.J. Abrams style thing, they started just throwing in these odd scenes. Like um, a reoccurring one was that you were being watched. Uh, on like you know a fuzzy channel two mm. sort of antenna, and um you know it's it, and the characters would say other things. Uh, one of the agents would say like, "I've got to finish up this case so I can do what I'm really here to do," and I loved how See, they that that's perfect though. Ahead. That's perfect though. That's not fourth wall breaking. 
Uh, sorry, no, I, I'm going. To, I'm interrupting. I'm, I'm probably preventing you from actually reaching your point. But um, <laughs> but uh, the the moments that got me weren't those because those if they had just stuck with that style, that would have been perfect. Uh, even given the ending, and you know the ending would have been so much more powerful as a result. But it's the little moments like when uh, and I've already forgotten their character names. But uh, you know, right at the beginning, you find out that the uh, character is uh, stabbed to death, like the victim. And then, the, you know, the character says, like, stabbed, but I thought on the title screen there was a bullet hole on the sign. I'm like, okay, well, that's just not something you're supposed to say. <laughs> that, that's actually, I've totally forgot about that. I, I remember it now that you say it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They were kind of, well, you know, I guess it's a tie in to, to the point I was making, too, as far as the, the stabbing versus bullet shooting. Is the, the game takes pleasure in kind of fucking with you. Um, and, and I thought that really actually helped build mystery around it. Whereas I understand my, that position specifically is, could be polarizing. Like it, it's mm -hmm. not, everyone's going to look at it as like, it, that's enhancing the story. It could just be confusing, frustrating, or unnecessary to a lot of people, which I would also understand. Um, but to me, it's, you know, <clears throat> I, I looked at the game, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is it as like a murder mystery until they started dropping these weird little lines in there. Um, and, and it made me doubt why I was here as a character, let's say, why I was playing the game as me. And um, <laughs> so I, that's why I really enjoyed the ending, because I was like, this, mm -hmm. you know, it, it just slowly, really slowly derails from a murder mystery and turns into something else. And, and what the something else was, to me, justified the fourth wall breaking, where, where it was, uh, you know, I guess we already said no spoilers. So, so going forward, it, it's, you know, the game has full self-awareness by the ending. It is completely more than, you know, it's more even, I don't want to say more than fourth wall breaking, but it, it just doubles down and says, you know, we're, we're self-aware to the point that that you your character is going to learn that it's been in a game the whole time yeah um so i guess what i'm trying to say is it's you know they once they started it they really finished it and that's what i liked well and again like i said some of the examples that you gave before that's fine and if that's the way they wanted to take the story that's fine um i i personally would have just preferred if it was a murder mystery personally but if they're going to go into the whole oh well this is a uh this is actually a video game they could have done that a lot and still avoided a lot of the stupid or what what I consider to be stupid humor uh fourth wall breaks like the uh there's characters at the very beginning who are like oh don't forget to save your game oh should I save the game because I'm going to die no we're not one of those games where you die or get stuck because those are stupid games it's like okay just shut up will you just let me do this <laughs> you know you, they didn't need to throw in this the, stuff like that that's the kind of thing that I don't like like there's um Alluding to the fact that it is a game, that isn't fourth wall breaking to me. Uh, fourth wall is, and there's you know there's obviously a lot of little tropes, uh, which technically can uh, count as fourth wall breaking. Like uh, you know, especially in a lot of these point and click adventures where you click on something and the character will either turn to you or just generally stand there and say, oh, well, I can't do that. Or, oh, it doesn't move. Or, you know, you see them talking and they're talking to you as the player. But that's, you know, it is a fourth wall break, but that's still very much keeping you inside. Like that doesn't, that's not jarring. That's just sort of like the character telling you, oh, I can't do that right now. Or, oh, this is something that blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, th those are fine. I just, it, sometimes it can get really ham-handed or sometimes it's just sort of um, weird. Like there's, 
there, there's a few games, especially when I play certain computer RPGs. I think it happened maybe in Baldur's Gate, but especially happened in Neverwinter Nights, where you go through a tutorial, or even just like the start of the game, and they these characters who it's not even a joke, it's not even any sort of um, uh, deliberate fourth wall break. But they'll say like, okay, so if you want to attack that person, press A and click on them. It's like, why are you, why did you say that to me? <laughs> you can't just, you couldn't have just said like, go attack that person. And then in parentheses or some sort of like a dialogue box say, in order to attack do this, they spoke in character as if I was to talk to you. It's like, hey, want to go fight that guy? Okay. First of all, you just got to press the P button. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, okay. Then you double click on him. Like What? Uh, and it's things like that where they, you know, it's not even uh, it's not even meta humor. And I'll get to that in a second because, you know, there are some games that try to subvert that. But, uh, you know, I, I it, it takes you out of the experience. So that's when I think uh, breaking the fourth wall sucks because there are times when you can break the fourth wall and still keep you in. And there are times where it just takes me right out. Uh, there are some other games like more JRPGs. I forget which ones they were, but I've played a couple where they tried to subvert that by um, a character, you know, saying to you in character, oh, in order to do something, press the A button. And the character is sort of like, you know, says exactly like, oh, what are you talking about? What A button? What's an A button? You're like, oh, see, now, and now you got to uh, use the directional pad. You're like, what the hell? Why, what do you mean directional pad? Why don't I just walk there? You know, that sort yeah. of thing. But again, it's the thing with fourth wall breaks is that they they, there's no the humor doesn't last to me if it's going to get any humorous reaction out of me at all like if i enjoy the joke in the slightest bit it'll be like once and then never again it's already old and tired and i know the joke so already i've seen like a couple of games do the whole like oh what do you what do you mean b button what are you talking about and already by the second time i saw it i was sort of like well now i'm just tired of that too right <laughs> you know? right yeah no, and that makes sense too i i, I... I could say uh, you helped me understand, I think, why uh, part of why I don't mind as much being mostly centric again around adventure games is what you said a few moments ago. They kind of inherently not really break the fourth wall because it's it's a part of the construction of adventure games to talk to you, um, as you alluded to, like, what's a good example? If you... Mm, you know, if if you try and if you're really trying to do something and you, and you keep clicking on it, a lot most adventure games at some point will, you know, will say to you in dialogue that fits the character not looking at the screen you know, it kind of doesn't break the fourth wall it just removes one brick out of the wall to say like hey um maybe you should try this instead you know as they see mm -hmm. you just getting stuck so it seems like adventure games often kind of talk to the player particularly when they're stuck and again that not to be mistaken for actual fourth wall breaking but exactly. it does it does make it to where when an adventure game and, and looking away from thimbleweed park which does it uh, you know a lot um, looking at maybe Indiana Jones or something like that, <clears throat> the two, three times in, in The Last Crusade that they looked at the camera and said something, it you know, it was such a little amount and such a large game that for an adventure game to go from, hey, you should try this instead to the character looking at you and making a joke, it, it, it bridges it. It kind of bridges that gap, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I think makes it makes it more palatable. Um, and then as to, as to the replay value, I, I ain't really thought too much about that, but... I could see it being, as in the example you gave in a JRPG, for example, I could see, you know, that being frustrating. Um, whereas an adventure game, 
some of them do have replayability and that's an important characteristic to have but i think with adventure games i'll speak for myself if i'm going to replay it it'll probably take five to 15 years before i replay it <laughs> um you know because adventure games that's it's true like this yeah. five hour journey you don't want to just go back and, and do it again there's no you know well no like mechanics or whatever it's mostly walking through a book right so I guess, again, being coming from the adventure side of things, that's probably why I, I don't mind it as well, because it's like you know, replayability. I'll probably find that funny again in 10 years. Yeah. Um, where, you know, as a JRPG, I would hate to have that shoved in my face every time. So I get that, too. Um, the, more I, the more I say this, the more I think about this and more I worry about the pedantic police out there. I'm going to guess that someone's going to probably say that fourth wall break actually – I'm very – very much blurring the lines of what a fourth wall break is. And technically fourth wall break is only when the character directly speaks to the viewer slash player. Um, so I'm going to guess, I didn't even think about that before, but I'm going to guess that that's actually probably some sort of semantic um, restriction that fourth wall breaking is only when somebody talks directly to me. So maybe like, Oh, because the characters were talking to each other about saving the game. Maybe that's not technically a fourth wall break. So, okay. I'm willing to concede. Maybe my semantic terminology is not on point here, but the concepts are what I'm trying to get at. There is a certain ham fistedness of making us aware that you're a game and addressing yourself as a game versus just throwing in Easter eggs, like Secret of Monkey Island, there's a poster for Loom somewhere in there. And that's mm. like anachronistic to say the least. But I thought that was kind of funny as opposed to just sort of like if um, if Guybrush were to look at that and be like, oh, hey, that's a game you should play next kind of thing, right? I'm certainly not one to, to really split hairs on what is or what is. I know you're saying that for anyone out there that, that might be, but but yeah, for me, it's any communication from the game to me, I, I personally would consider it, uh, albeit in blurred lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing about fourth wall breaking I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on since since you have a, a contrasting opinion is what I heard so many people mention. I, I was actually a bit surprised when I started Googling around for, for more examples of perhaps games I hadn't played that done it. I was really surprised, uh, maybe ignorantly, how many people don't like it. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a lot, of, a lot of, uh, of articles out there. Like, please stop doing this in any game ever. Um, from like Kotaku, things like that. So it's definitely, I think you're on the the favorable side of history when it comes to your opinion. <laughs> but uh, that being said, the biggest argument is is of course immersion. And yes, I, I'll put, let me put it this way. And again, I, I hate beating this to death. It's like fourth time I'm going to say it. But but being centric around adventure games, I'm just saying it so anyone listening can really understand where I'm coming from. My opinion. Because this subject is, I think, unique in that genre to the rest of them. A lot of it, as you alluded to, is because of replayability. But with adventure games, I, I just don't I don't feel that fourth wall breaking takes me out of the game. I, I feel like the whole game is kind of a dance with the developers, with the characters more appropriately, a uh, kind of back and forth. And, and you know, it's, I don't feel... I've never, I don't know, I, I don't really... I've never really felt like the characters as much as maybe an open world game like uh, Red Dead Redemption is the last one I played. So I'll, I'll reference that, but in, you know, Grand Theft, any game you want to put in this place for your imagination, go ahead. In that game, I could see it being well annoying because there's not a whole lot of dialogue. Most of the dialogues mm-hmm. and cut scenes and things like that. So it's real easy to feel like the character in those games. Um, whereas adventure games are, are so kind of uh, direct line thinking 
that, that for me, it's never bothered me, except for in, this just came to mind, in, in Last Crusade, there's this one scene where Brody, they're in Venice, um, and Brody walks onto the screen in a repeat of a previous joke, walks on the screen soaking wet, and Indy's like, what happened to you? And Brody looks dead in the camera and, and says, it's a long story. And <laughs> I, I've even I've even looked it up or, or heard someone else say it in a video. I, I'm not alone, I don't believe, in, in wondering where the fuck that comes from. Like, <laughs> like, he looks at you like, you know, it's a long story, wink, wink. And you're like, no, yeah. wh what's the story? Like, why the fuck are you wet? You, you never got wet in the movie. And it, this has nothing to do with the game. It's a really weird, confusing moment that that actually did take me out of the game a little bit. And yeah. and it only did so. It didn't do so because he was talking to me, or else I'd be hypocritical in, in my stance. It took me out of the game just because it made me stop thinking about the game and start wondering what the fuck he was talking about. So, right. it, you know, I, I found that to be strange. But I wanted to, long story short, wanted to get your views on immersion because to me, it, it just... Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't ever get that into a game... Let's see, that came out wrong. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I know lost. what you mean. Go ahead. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and uh, immersion is definitely the the cent uh, the center of this all. Uh, to the fact that you know, like I said, I think I might have used fourth wall as a misnomer, and I think maybe we should have come out talking about this as um, immersion breaking more than fourth wall. Hmm. Uh, so for everyone who was, <laughs> no one ever writes to us. Come on, who am I saying? <laughs> um what what am i saying it's um no one ever writes to us and so no one's even going to complain if they do catch that but for the record i am officially changing the terminology thank you for coming up with it it's not fourth wall breaking necessarily because there as i as i'm trying to get to is that there are um there is ways to break the fourth wall while without breaking immersion i've mentioned one of those already where uh the character tells you just like they can't do something right mm -hmm. uh especially in lucas arts games you like um try to pick up a book and maybe indy or dave or guybrush or bobbin will say oh i can't get that that's technically breaking the fourth wall but in a way that i don't even notice i don't like right. you do specifically the character talks to me as the player and that is a break but i'm totally in it that's not um you know, that's that's a sort of like an aside that the character says to you. That's fine. And that keeps me in. Uh, a lot of narration just happens. And that's technically fourth wall breaking because the narrator is relaying from the game to you. Okay, that's that's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, then you get the games that are sort of like, hey, you can't do this in a game. Or, hey, we are better than those other games that you would be playing right now. It's just like, right. okay, that's breaking the immersion right that's uh you know you're you're pushing me out of the game rather than pulling me in yeah and it's funny too because that that one spot there's a there's a refrigerator or some some shit in the kitchen where where uh dolores breaks uh glass and and he's like you know if this was a i think he did he say sierra i guess not probably not to be safe but yeah there's some other men you know uh company the other company no i think they actually really specifically clear. call out sierra i think they say I think it they by do, name right because yeah. they make it really apparent it's here all right yeah and he's like you know if this was a sierra online game then you would have died from you know blood loss or whatever and to, to me I, I i can acknowledge that was a bit much but at the same time when i played it i did give it a cheap laugh like i was like yeah hey, one of those. So I can't really knock it because it did get the cheap laugh out of me, but I, I know that one point broke a lot of people. I'm not even um, offended as a Sierra fan. Right. I, I, It's more just sort of like, oh, for 
crying out loud come on like, right yeah same here we, we both i think are a bit 60 40 on the sierra side and and yeah it wasn't an offensive thing it was more just like all right it's a lot of, of breaking the fourth wall here yeah um but you know back to i guess while we're, we're temporarily back on timberweed park uh, with the emotion thing i was going to add besides it being you know a bit of a you know, kind of a, a, a antiquated sort of thing from LucasArts games, the, the minor fourth wall breaking. So there was that would, would help me understand why they were doing it. Um, but also, I think as I'm kind of over analyzing this, the, the fact that you switch between characters, um, or, and there's a lot of characters to switch between in Thimbleweed Park, I never really felt like I was one character, I'd, as opposed to, for example, Police Quest, where, where, you know, about halfway through, I'm probably starting to feel like Sunny, um, uh, you know, and so on and so forth, um, as much as you can with an adventure game. Mm -hmm. um, whereas Thimbleweed Park, I'd, I never really felt like one of the characters, I kind of just felt like I was toying with them. So for them to play back, if you will, to tease me back, um, it, it, that's why I think it worked for me. Um, but I, I often marvel at the immersion thing. It makes me feel like I'm missing out on the game playing or movie going experience because, and, and I know I'm not unique in, in what I'm about to say, uh, but like I, I feel like I'm too, I just come in and out of immersion because I might see a scene in a, in a great action film that makes me wonder how they did that scene. Right. You know, and, and you coming from a theater background, uh, you know, dealing with with uh you know well again just just the uh, cinema etc you know you know how how a lot of these things work like lighting and things like that so i'd imagine you go through that too sometimes where you see a scene and you're just like god how did they you know how did they build that set or how they you know how they do that lighting like that and then i go you know back into the story of the movie it's just a quick footnote thought i put in my yes, brain and move on exactly. and it doesn't ruin the immersion and that might happen like 20 times in a film or a game where i stop to wonder how they done something um so I'm, I, I the immersion thing for me what i'm trying to say is that i break out of that immersion all the time in wonderful games and movies that I love. And so therefore it doesn't give me a negative experience. And again, for me personally, I don't consider that to be a break of immersion because you are, even if you do kind of think about it as a movie or video game or something like that, it does keep you absorbed into it. Right. Me. So, right. Um, so, you know, the, and I see your point though. I can see how the argument can be made that that is immersion breaking. If you're so good that you have to step back and appreciate it. But, um, so again, technically, maybe you have a point um, if you want to get technical, but I don't if consider... If you want to be a dick about it. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it quite like that, but it's kind of true. Um, but, it's... but I just mean like, um, yeah, I, I don't find that takes me out. I think that it's kind of like uh, sometimes somebody will say something and especially in movies, we'll, we'll use this as, as a sort of an easier um example because i can think of several i or i can't think of specific examples but i know that's happened quite a few times where something will reference another movie and i'll just have that aha moment of like oh that was from this or that referenced this or that's very similar to this scene from this movie uh but again it, it doesn't break my immersion from it unless it's done really horribly there are times when they do that and it is really bad to the point that it breaks my immersion Right, and I think a lot of times, um, especially on my end, the movie or game doesn't even ask for it or do anything. Like uh, <clears throat> any scene, and in, in, let's again stick with uh, with movies for correlation or to try and explain this better. But but in a movie, in a scene that doesn't have, let's say, like an Easter egg, uh, as you kind of alluded to or whatever, it doesn't do anything but just continue on with the movie. I might stop and be like, 
is that CGI or a puppet? Yeah. Or, you know, uh, um, I don't know, you know, just just weird little quirky things where you, you might even stop and wonder what the actor was thinking in that scene because his face was weird. Mm-hmm. You know, just all, all these little things, again, kind of pointing to your background with, with, with theater and things like that. It's like once you know how these things work, um, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to... to ignore it like for me on the on the musical school side you know listening to certain things i can't help but take a quick moment to to pick it apart for a second and then go back to the film so i guess what i'm trying to say is a lot of times in in movies they, they don't even try it's not even an easter it's not their fault um but it, you know it'll still do that to me and and probably the same with games too I'll, i might step into a new scene with this brilliant background and, and just stop and wonder like oh, i wonder if that was hand drawn or um, so anyway, my general point is I don't, I'm not sure I'm ever immersed enough for fourth wall breaking to piss me off. Um, but I, I will add one more thing, diverting from that just a little bit that I thought of a few moments ago was, again, in Thimbleweeds Park, odd, you know, delivery of it, you know, they give you so much of it. And, and for me to kind of explain why it worked for me, I, I kind of alluded back to um, the film Deadpool which I'm sure most of you out there have mm-hmm. seen it, uh, or at least I heard about how many times... Uh, th- which I'll just make... throw in for one second. This is a very good example of when uh, fourth wall breaking actually is good and works, and I do enjoy. So I'm not like I'm always against fourth wall breaking. I, if it's done well, I can enjoy it, and Deadpool is a very good example of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, um, I think that made a believer out of even the harshest critics because it's he does such a good job of it. Um, but what a... The correlation, I guess, between that and, and Fimbley Park was was like uh, they kind of start the game slash movie off with fourth wall breaking, and they really they never let up. They're pretty relentless about it, and to the point where sticking with Deadpool, uh, it becomes part of the film. It's 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 part of it. Basically, is its comedy. You know, it, it's it leans very heavily on it. Um, so to me, it's it's almost. Uh, and maybe this to get your thoughts on too is what about when a game or movie uh, makes it a part of their formula? You know, does it, does that does that change the immersion rule? The thing about Deadpool, when I watched it, was the uh, I was a hundred percent okay with the fourth wall breaking because I knew that was his character and it has been for as long as Deadpool has existed. So I knew that's what Deadpool does. That's what he is. If it had just been like, um, you know, uh, Captain New Hero in a totally original <laughs> movie that was made two years ago, I probably would not have liked it, even if it was the exact same movie. Or there would have been some definitely very good, um, uh, what you call redeeming qualities of it, because it is just a very charming movie in general. But the fourth wall break, I would just been like, oh, really? Fourth wall breaking? This, like, this is a little bit much. But because I knew that's what Deadpool is, I knew that that was part and parcel to why I'm watching this movie to begin with. In terms of examples in which I like fourth wall breaking, I mean, this is not a perfect example because I do have some issues with the direction that this game went, but uh, at the same time, it's a game I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, I just wish it had gone in one direction, it went in another, but granted, the direction that it decided to go, they did it really well. Uh, I'm not going to say very much about it because I really want you to play it and you haven't yet, uh, but Doki Doki Literature Club, you need to play that one. Uh, Again, doesn't take long. Uh, it's not even that much of a game, but it does. Granted that it decided to go the fourth wall breaking route, I thought it did it really well, and I do actually really quite enjoy that game. When it's a permanent fixture in in the game or movies mechanic, um, as as with Thimbleweed Deadpool, then then I, I just I think it's like okay, well this is that kind of story. Um, whereas 
a, a game like Indiana, for example, Monkey Island is just quite silly, so it can be forgiven. Um, where Indiana could go either way. Uh, in a game like that, when, when it's like you know you, you've been through like a third of the game, and it's it's you know just been a normal dialogue, no, normal narrative, and then all of a sudden they break the fourth wall. I, I think it's a little shocking and, and strange. So I guess what I'm, all I'm trying to say is I think I prefer it. Um, when when it's more permanent as opposed to you know transitory. Okay, actually, you touched on something which I think kind of. Um, and again, everything is just sweeping generalizations. There there's exceptions to everything, but I think it worked in Monkey Island because that was just a silly game for me. Um, mm-hmm. It just you know there was a lot of things that they could do that would not jar me because it's Monkey Island, right? Right. There is you know there's posters for other games in a pirate setting and uh, you know there's things like um there's there's all these little things that just sort of make it uh decide not to take seriously whereas thimbleweed park i think it was as humor as it was a lot of the humor was pretty dry but also a little bit of a more serious tone like it was kind of like a almost lynchian murder mystery kind of thing and i think that's why it kind of jarred me a little bit more that these characters are sort of like oh don't forget your savior game oh we're not one of those games where you can die all the time it's like okay that's just the tone wasn't there to justify it for me the right i could i could totally see that yeah Yeah. it, it wasn't about the volume of the occurrences it was more just like okay i'm trying to get into this and you keep pulling me out whereas in monkey island getting into it is that you are accepting all of the silly quirks of the game right yeah see i I think this is where we agree i would say when it comes to fourth wall break well agree and disagree when it comes to fourth wall breaking i'd rather it be an established thing kind of from the beginning and stays rather consistent throughout like Thimbleweed, in my opinion, and like Deadpool, where it's just a part of this this particular story that you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it should be that, or or almost, or nothing. It should be that, or or just you know, meta, as you said. Like, what I don't like really is like in Indiana when yeah, you no, know he just sure. stops and just looks at the camera, at kind of out of nowhere, and you're just like, what? Like, it, it, that's a bit jarring. So I guess what I'm trying to say is my final kind of analysis or breakdown on what makes me tick with, with this immersion breaking is if you're going to do it, then then start off doing it and, and keep it consistent, own it. But if you're not going to just like really have fun with it and own it like that, then don't just throw it in twice in the game because that's really weird to me. I just think less is more. I, I mean, again, like I said, it depends. Um, Deadpool, yeah. Monkey Island, yeah. Thimbleweed Park, I really wish they didn't do that. So, right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much. That's pretty much. Um, I I don't think I'm really going to budge on that too much because, like I said, I I understand how they tried to justify it, and it didn't really help me. I think that there's just ways to do it, and there's ways that are ham-fisted, and there are ways that are just a little bit more cleverly integrated. And you know, it comes down to immersion when things are integrated, like the, um, you know, they the fourth wall breaks are very integrated into the sign like Deadpool. I know they tried to integrate the um, fourth wall breaking into Thimbleweed Park and it just didn't work for me. Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, let me ask you a quick question. So let's uh, pretend that Thimbleweed Park didn't break the fourth wall any more than let's say Monkey Island. Like if if they took it down several notches Mm -hmm. um, for argument's sake, let's just say they didn't, Um, but the ending remained the same. What would you felt about the the story in that? Hundred percent better, right? Like, the, like you already mentioned that there are some little moments of foreshadowing, and that's all. And that's all really 
awesome. And that they could have kept that. They could have done that and not had all the stupid, like, oh, we're not like Sierra Online. Oh, how come it was a gunshot on the title screen and stuff like that? You know, they don't need to throw that. I mean, the characters, as far as I know, don't really know that they're in a video game at the beginning, right? Not at all, right? Yeah, right. Not until the so then, end. why would the character acknowledge that they're in a video game? Right, right. No, that's that's true. That that's true. I I agree. That's a bit of a you know a little bit of a blip. It's, it's you know, in other words, I could explain it in a very geeky. I'm just trying to make it work now sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> and and to, in doing so, I would basically say that you know, until the end, they didn't know that they were pre-programmed to do whatever the dev said to do. Um, you know, th there's always a, a way to slide out of an argument <laughs> like that. But ultimately, you are right. I mean, the, the, I think it's it's more obvious your point than, than mine as as to them knowing <clears throat> knowingly saying force while breaking things, but not knowing that they're a game character until the end. Uh, but anyway, full circles. I, I was curious your opinion on that because I, I I thought the the twist, if you will, was was really a really cool kind of fresh thing. Uh, there was. No other game that I know of that's done it. I'm sure it's not the only one, but I thought it was really it cool. Could, how they it kind could of... have worked. I mean, like, it, I, I definitely wouldn't have complained so much. About, like, like I said, um, I would have preferred if it was just a straight up murder mystery. Um, right. But granted, okay, I'm not going to tell them how to, what story they wanted to tell. This is the story they wanted to tell. Fine, that's great. But just they could have also done it better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, and I, I also agree with the the things like the Sierra thing and the saving the game. Like those, that's not necessarily my style. I don't, I don't necessarily mind the the talking to the screen. You know, again, they've established it and they've been doing it, so I, I get used to it quickly and I'm like, cool. But, but yeah, it did just get a bit obnoxious at, at certain points. Mm -hmm. I can agree. There are plenty of games out there that break the fourth wall very famously. Um, very many of them I have not played, so I didn't feel the authority to bring them up or talk about them. So this is more, this is more, as you know, because you just listened to the whole damn thing. This is more about <laughs> general opinions. And as they relate to Thimbleweed Park, there's a lot of games that I have, I admit I have not played or just, I didn't find the opportunity to bring it up in this particular conversation. And there you go. So, yes. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's probably a good ending right there, right before I started talking about it.